successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show on 980 AM KMBZ. I appreciate you joining me as well today on GrillNationShow.com. And if you're listening today, uh, in your car, on your phone, or at the gym. I appreciate you joining us via podcast on iTunes. I want to, uh, before we get to our guests who are international, actually, this is going to be a really fun show, a really exciting new company we want to talk about here, uh, based in Kansas City currently, uh, going through the Techstars program. Uh, friend of the show, Lisa Mitchell, connected me to these great gentlemen uh, who we'll introduce here in just a second. Before we get to that, I want to uh, thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show. Title sponsors of the show are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Companies, and Ryan Rink. Uh, great companies here in Kansas City and throughout the region. Contributors to the Grill Nation show are the KCADC, that's the Kansas City Area Development Council. Brian Sarf with Tour Wealth and Company, he's a guest host and on-air contributor. And the Rieger and Jay Rieger and Co. Ryan may be guest hosting on-air contributor. Hopefully I can get him back in here soon uh, to talk about fun stuff happening in his life and with this company. Uh, he's a man who's traveling all the time. So looking forward to having him on again, but I appreciate all of our title sponsors and contributors to the Grill Nation show. You connect with me on social media. As always, I appreciate you doing that at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation show on all social media channels. Uh, just search for my name and uh, appreciate connecting with me and giving me feedback on the show uh, and also uh, talking about different things happening in the world on social media. Uh, real quickly again, today's show, we are going to feature two individuals who started a company, uh, called Townfolio. Their website is, uh, we'll get to that in a second, but it's townfolio.co. In studio today with me are Riley Iverson and Davey Lee, co-founders of the company. They are going through the Techstars program here in Kansas City, uh, which is, I believe, is based at WeWork. We'll get more into that in a second. Uh, again, Lisa Mitchell, uh, from Techstars, uh, shared their information with me, and I thought, what a great group to have on the show. Uh, one, because they're from Canada, and we're going to get some insight of what they think of Kansas City, and two, because they're really uh, revolutionizing uh, an industry and finding a problem to a solution uh, when dealing with local economies. So I want to welcome men, Riley and Davey, to the Grill Nation show. Good, a- good, a- good afternoon, guys. How are you? Great. Yeah, awesome. thanks for having Excited us. to be here. It's great to have you. Um, First off, when did you set foot in Kansas City? How long have you all been here? Been about a month. I think this, yeah, this is about week six. Week six. Okay, yeah. so we're summertime. Climatized. We're climatized. <laughs> I got used to the hot weather. Uh, I was actually really worried about that. I brought all these shorts, but now I don't wear them as much. So. You're wearing pants again. Yeah, I'm wearing pants again. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So let's start with Riley. Riley, uh, tell me about your background, man, and where you're from and, and how you guys uh, end up here. I would say... Um, Really not much different than people uh, in the Midwest. We're from the prairies in Canada. So I'm a small town guy. The prairies. The Where pra- are the prairies in Canada? Yeah, so we call it the prairies and you guys call it the Midwest. But basically <laughs> in between the West Coast and Toronto. So you're is, in the middle. 
We're in the middle. We're stuck in the middle. Uh, so yeah, I grew up, uh, like small town farming community there. Um, entrepreneurship runs deep in the roots there. It's just kind of a way of life. And, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's where I grew up. Um, been living kind of across the prairies, Western Canada for most of my life. And yeah, that's kind of background, I guess, on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you went to school in Canada? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, at the time, uh, most people were leaving the province that I grew up in, uh, for opportunities in other places. And this is, I mean, kind of digging into a little bit of the genesis of what kind of sparked up the idea for Townfolio. But I ended up back in, in my home province and at a time where the city that we're based in, uh, actually quick question, Saskatoon, mm-hmm. ever heard of it? I've not. I've heard of Saskatchewan. There we go. Okay, so the province. And another kind of one of the drivers behind what we do is, um, you know, down here we say we're Canadian, right? Because nobody's really ever heard of where we came from. And that's also one of the inspirations behind Townfolios. How can we get these places noticed that people are overlooking for opportunities? Mm, Very interesting. Davey, how about yourself, man? I know you've been uh, around around and about as well, but yeah. based out of Canada. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, I have the typical immigrant family story. My parents immigrated to Canada back in the early 1980s, gave birth to me, uh, and I grew up in a small city called Timmins, Ontario, worldly renowned for being the hometown of Shania Twain. Um, <laughs> Actually, there's a very funny story with that. Shania Twain. Yeah, I didn't know she that. was here when we first moved. Yeah, down. when I yeah, first she I was, had a concert. Yeah. She didn't text you. I did not. She did not text me. But, <laughs> but um, you know, funny enough, at the peak of her career, uh, because Timmons, honestly, you know, there's not a lot going for it except for Shania Twain at the time. And uh, when she was really popular, they uh, they built this giant museum for her. So like they had like all her dresses and everything. Wow. The problem though, the grand opening, they were expecting like hundreds of people to show up. I think only twenty did. And then <laughs> they had this the center. They hired our good uh, PR firm, didn't yeah, they? No, they did not. And this museum was open for like tens, tens, like almost like a dozen years, and it was always empty. But funny enough. They found out like underneath where they built the Shania Twain Center, this museum was a gold mine. So they, <laughs> so they basically no they blew it up, and it's an open pit mine now in the middle of the city, right beside a public park and a grocery store, and what is now an open pit mine. So what is Shania, Shania Twain? Is she commented on the gold mine? She <laughs> She's all for economic development, <laughs> creating jobs, right? But, <laughs> so he grew up in, in the family restaurant, and and I grew up in a family business, yeah. so entrepreneurship kind of runs in our blood. Mm-hmm. We like to call it a blessing and a curse because oh, yeah. uh, you can think outside the box, but we don't really fit well into conventional jobs just given the <laughs> way that we are raised. It's, you know, you, you kind of forge your own path to make a living. So exactly, I'm kind of the same way. We can get into that some other time off air, but you juggle a lot of different balls no matter what yeah. industry you're in. And uh, I too have started companies. My dad started a business. So it's, it's one of those things that kind of it's ingrained in you in your blood. Um, okay, we have a minute and a half left on this segment. Davey, talk about your experience in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. So I worked for the Irish government. Uh, it was like a, a, a short-term contract that came up. Recent grad. I was like, there's an opportunity to work in Dublin. Go to Ireland, yeah. And I was like, I'll hell yeah. I'll, yeah. Go, I'll go to Dublin. <laughs> yeah. And I was working with Irish companies, helping them expand into uh, North America, primarily Canada and the U.S. And that's kind of where I learned how like this whole industry of economic development worked and how it started. Um, in terms of like how international business really is and how globalized it is. So mm-hmm. it's a fantastic experience for like one of your second jobs ever. 
yeah. just to get exposed to uh, that kind of industry. I've been to Ireland. I've been to all across the country. It's a beautiful place. A lot of fun. Oh, totally. And it's not that big. So it's like Kansas City size, Dublin, a couple yeah. million people, a little bit bigger, but super friendly. People. Super friendly. And you were in uh, Toronto for a yeah. while. Uh, I was in Toronto for a See, bit. I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. I've heard it's a great city. <laughs> great city. Yeah. I heard it's a lot of fun. Everyone I know that plays, that was in a MLS or sports or whatever here that's traveled to Toronto has said it's one of their favorite cities to play in. Oh, it's Because it's such a great city to go to. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's it's awesome. And I would have stayed there, but my wife, uh, she dragged me out to Saskatoon where we live right now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Well, that's a whole other story. That, <laughs> that happens a lot. Uh, but, you know, your wife obviously supports your entrepreneurial lifestyle. So you got to you got to go. <laughs> Thanks, with that, right? Yes, <laughs> that's right. Well, guys, I want to talk more about Townfolio when we get back from the break. I want to break down kind of the, the reasons why you started the company. Uh, what it actually does, what it's revolutionizing, what it's disrupting in the industry, and uh, ways that people can check it out and get more involved. Uh, and then we'll get into uh, your opportunities with Techstars. You're listening to the Grill Nation show again, Townfolio in studio today. Thanks for joining me today on 980 AM or on podcast on ice. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I appreciate you sticking with us today and joining us for segment number two on the show today. I appreciate you joining on 980 AM or on iTunes uh, via podcast or at grillnationshow.com where I will post photos of our guests today. And uh, they brought me a gift, which we'll reveal on the last segment of the show today. So stay tuned for that. It's a Canadian gift, I think, right? It's a so we're, very Canadian. We're very excited to, to see that. I will post photos of that as well. Okay, we're with Riley Iverson and Davey Lee from Townfolio. Their website is townfolio.co. It's an online platform for municipal investment attraction. You can follow them on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, Just search for Townfolio. Okay, guys, uh, let's hear about this company. I know you do a lot of different things, but just give us kind of the the high-end level of what you all do at Townfolio. And then we'll talk about kind of how you're changing the game as far as economic development and with local municipalities. Yeah, if we were going to simply describe it, uh, Townfolio is an economic intelligence platform focused on presenting data and analysis on local economies. So um, Davey, being the data mind behind the company, has taken data from hundreds of sources, whether that's uh, public or private data, and put it all into one platform. And there are... 38,000 cities on there to, to view. Really? Yes. Yeah, Canada and so the United I, States. So when I search for, for Kansas City, what do I see? Or is this, this is, uh, let's just pick a city, whatever. Yeah. You pick one of your favorite yeah, cities. Yeah, you should see like a basic profile uh, with a lot of visualized data. Uh, and it, the, the key important thing was to visualize it because a lot of people don't like looking at raw data. They like looking at pretty charts. Mm-hmm. So we make it very easy for the end user to just consume the information, uh, make it a bit more digestible. Um, and uh, easy to use. Five million plus data points, and it saves about 18,000, according to your website, of, of for cities each year. Yeah, so working with economic developers, uh, the launch pad for Townfolio was realizing that um, they were tasked with putting all this data together for themselves. So your typical economic developer could be expected to be a data analyst, an economist, and as driven by council down and leadership down, 
a salesperson at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So they wear all these hats with a super limited budget, and it's usually falling on one or a couple of people. So when Davey and I looked at that from the outside, working in the economic development space, we're like, well, this is ridiculous because we know software can do this better. So you guys came up with the idea based on your work experience. So hypothetically, if somebody's at an agency, let's say, and they say, man, I can do this so much better than the people I work for as far as designing or whatever, they go off and start their own company. You guys were in the uh, economic development space, consulting, work, whatever, and you decided, let's do this better. Yeah, There's well, a niche we could, we could help. It was something like when I worked for the Irish government initially and I was calling economic developers on behalf of these Irish companies and I'd say, do you have any data that you can send me? And you know, all the time they would send me this 50-page PDF called a community profile that said the same stuff over and over again. Fastest growing city, most sunshine in the world, best tax incentives, super friendly people. Mm-hmm. It all starts blurring after a while. Um, but what we learned after interviewing economic developers was that a lot of their, when they produced these profiles, it was manually produced. So we saw an opportunity to programmatically automate it. So I, I saw it from a completely different standpoint. Um, Davey and I met working mm-hmm. in the not-for-profit space. We call ourselves pseudo-economic developers mm-hmm. uh, and like to glorify the term of microfinance, which is a fancy term for, we did startup loans for young entrepreneurs. And uh, so he saw it from the gov side, having worked on that side. I saw it from the business side in that um, entrepreneurs aggregating some census data, trying to make business decisions based on that, uh, wasn't necessarily flying with me. And I'd sit down with, you know, let's take the Crossroads neighborhood here as an example. Mm-hmm. I'd work in a neighborhood like that in my province and meet the fifth entrepreneur of the year ready to launch that coffee shop and take on a massive risk. And I'd kind of ask them, like, what? what kind of data are you using to support this decision? And have you done a really deep competitive analysis? And that has really stuck in the back of my mind, him seeing it, Davey seeing this from the government side, I seeing myself seeing this from the business side and saying, there's got to be a way we can bring together all this data available in today's world to help both sides make better business decisions. So somebody actually equated us to the weather the other day, which at first, (laughs) I sort of found insulting, but then I started thinking about it. And it's like, well, if you're going to step outside, you're going to go on a hike or something. Mm-hmm. You should probably check the weather. Well, if you're going to step into starting a massive project or a business or you need analysis on your economy, you might want to check the economic weather. And that's something that Townfolio is moving to. I'm trying to, I'm on your website. It's again, it's townfolio.co. Um, take me through some of these things that are on there, the data that's on there. I'm looking at it right now. You have an example on your website. Uh, Prince George is one of your examples that just popped up. It shows you the demographics. It's all pretty stuff. You're right. <laughs> pretty charts and, and, and great data. Labor force, taxation, quality of life, housing, transportation, education, companies, utilities, opportunities. Wow, it's all broken down. You guys yeah. have figured it all out. <laughs> so so if I'm who, – who's looking at this? Who's, who's your customer here? Um. Well, right now we work a lot with economic developers right now. So, so in Kansas City, that would be KCMO, KCMO, uh, Tim Cowden, KCADC, yeah. site selectors, uh, people yeah. that people that have to sell the city to outside investors. Yeah, companies. I'd say that sometimes you get pitted into the site selection space, and I wouldn't really say that's Townfolio at the core. Uh, when you actually start digging into the analytics of who's using Townfolio, things really start to get interesting. Uh, it could be any anyone from a a citizen just interested in cruising Townfolio just because they're looking for data. Um, 
because we get found a lot through Google searches, you never know who ends up on there. So it could be citizens. It could be students working on a project. A lot of it has been small businesses, but we've actually had a, quite a bit of outreach from um, bigger companies as well looking for uh, location decisions. Uh, I, I guess a, another element uh, of the of the user base of Townfolio uh, would be, I, I guess that the target base would be more centered around uh, real estate decisions. So we've had a lot of outreach from real estate analysts. And I guess something that uh, you wouldn't see on there is an avenue that, that Townfolio is taking is a locked version of what we do. So you have the census data that anybody can view, but now we're working on some very intricate private sector sources of lockdown version of Townfolio that brings in analytical tools. So the bigger uh, play for Townfolio is working with analysts in the private sector space, whether that's the banking or real estate sector, who want more real-time data from us. Interesting. We're talking to Davey Lee and Riley Iverson from Townfolio. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the Kansas City page. You know, I have an economics degree, but this is fascinating stuff. Um, you know, the median age in Kansas City, according to your data, is 35.3. There yeah. you go. That's, I'm older than that, so I'm not in the median anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, over I'm over the hill. Um, another interesting is the median household income for Kansas City, Missouri metropolitan. Excuse me, Kansas City metropolitan area is sixty-one thousand three eighty-five. Yet the in the United States average is fifty-seven thousand six seventeen. Mm-hmm. Kansas is fifty-four thousand. Missouri is fifty-one. I mean, this is just fascinating data I can look at. So I could just sit here and, and all day long and look at all these different cities to compare and. It's just fascinating to me that you guys can pull all this information together. We like to look at it, too. (laughs) I mean, if you're a data nerd, why not? (laughs) I mean, it's cool to learn about your city, though, right? I mean, even if you are in economic development or you're an entrepreneur or a business person, you know, it's kind of neat to see what the average rental rates are, housing occupancy, transportation. I mean, you know, how many people have car ownership and how many do they have? I mean, this this is fascinating information, and it's at townfolio.co. I just searched for my community, Kansas City, Missouri. And all kinds of stuff came up, so I, I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to uh, view your city, but we also have a passion deep down to uh, help people realize opportunities in places that they may be overlooking. So, um, Jason, you're going to be familiar with this, but you hear a lot of lingo being uh, marketed by cities and towns saying we're the sunniest place in the United States. We're the States. coolest city in we're America. The, yeah, we're the best. We're the best um, for singles. We're the best for entrepreneurs. Exactly. We're the, we're the hippest. So one thing that Townfolio is, I guess, trying to do. That is on, not on in the, your data, by the way. <laughs> one thing we're trying to do on the flip side is say, let's, let's let data tell the real story here. And maybe you've never heard of the city that we're from, Saskatoon. But maybe this gets found because of unique attributes that are specific to what you're looking for. And that's where we're moving our company to say, um, when you're speaking to investment attraction, we're not so much in the whole marketing game of this as we are in the data. So maybe your place, you know, maybe no one's ever heard of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, but they find it because of a unique attribute that meets what they're looking for. Mm, Very interesting. I will say this, Kansas City, if you didn't know this, the largest employer in Kansas City, according to your data, is the federal government. I bet people didn't know that. Oh. 15,939. Cerner is at 14,444. And so, very interesting because, you know, people don't think of us as a, what well, the common person probably doesn't think of us as a government uh, hotbed for careers, but uh, apparently we are, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, you guys have everything on here. This is cool. I, I'm getting sucked in right now, unfortunately. Uh, average rental rates for apartments, that's very important right now with 
a lot of affordable affordable housing issues going on in city government. You break down the labor force, demographics. Uh, very cool. How many cities do you have? So we have about 38,000, primarily Canada and U.S. Oh, yeah. um, but we also, when we work with the economic developer, they actually give us more data as well. So uh, we're able to get some stuff that's kind of stuck on shelves in local government if we're able to work with them. So building permit data, uh, utility providers will even have um, interesting story. Um, super small town of about 3,000 people called uh, three, 4,000 people called Kindersley. Um, their population, according to census, was actually showing decline. And talking to the town, they said, that's not true. Uh, it was actually people that just didn't fill out the census for whatever reason. And they actually were able to use Townfolio and secure a $3.5 million real estate development deal with our data. So we're, we're pretty excited about that, seeing that our software is actually making an impact, especially in some of these smaller places. I'm very excited to, to also share with you all that uh, where I grew up at, Parkville, or can't see Missouri, but Parkville area, um, uh, the median age is 40.4. So I'm still under that. Thank <laughs> so you. Still Thank good. you. I need to move back. I'm actually meeting them tomorrow. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Great place. Great place. You're listening to Grill Nation. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us again today on 980 Welcome back to the Grill Nation Show, 980 AM, KMBZ, and on iTunes via podcast and at grillnationshow.com. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me again today. Show number 168. Uh, appreciate you joining us. We are excited to be in our third year of the Grill Nation show and our sixth year here on the air at, uh, in, at Intercom and at uh, 980 AM. Uh, going back to our roots today, talking about entrepreneurship and economic development, uh, civic engagement. We got all kinds of things happening here. Uh, data, economics, startups, great entrepreneurs in studio today, Riley Iverson and Davey Lee from Townfolio. Their website is townfolio.co. They're going through the Techstars program here in Kansas City. So guys, you guys started that in July, I believe, or June, right? Uh, July. 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 So you were selected. Tell us about why you decided to apply to Techstars and, and how you ended up here in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I guess the Techstars brand is globally recognized. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely one of the best accelerators in the world. And um, Davey and I just said, we need to be involved with the best of the best. And more than anything, we're just grateful that we're a part of this program. Mm -hmm. um, the American ecosystem, in my opinion, is, is the best in the world. And um, there are some amazing uh, opportunities and, and tech companies in the Canadian ecosystem, but we wanted to, to learn from the best of the best. And um, yeah, so Techstars was always on our radar. Uh, Kansas City actually wasn't. Um, so, shockingly, I, I couldn't believe that two uh, Canadians from the prairie. So <laughs> figured it was right up your alley. Well, there's there's a, there's a great story to this. So uh, an industry mentor uh, to us, Nick Bowden. Um, oh yes, he was at Kaufman for a while, I believe. Yeah, he, Mind Mixer. What is he at? Yeah. Um, so he's now part of uh, Sidewalk Labs, Sidewalk which Labs. is a Google, okay, Google yeah. offshoot, um, and he's a great mentor to Tom Foley. But we we had met him in in other ways, and. Um, he had mentioned uh, Techstars Casey, which wasn't on our radar, and he said, um, you know, just, just have a call with Lisa, and we did. And then in about five minutes, we're like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. And <laughs> she's, she, she knows everyone. You guys have found that out. <laughs> yeah. She's very connected and, and has done worked with a ton of different companies. 
but we're we, we don't regret it for a second. It absolutely plays to the narrative of what Townfolio stands for, as I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. finding opportunities in places that you might be overlooking. Um, I find a lot of similarities between the city and, and Saskatoon where we're based. It's a much bigger version, I guess, to scale for America. But um, I love seeing the rejuvenation of the downtown where the city's headed, uh, exciting people moving back to the city, tech ecosystem starting to flourish. So, um, yeah, I mean, we could have went to San Francisco or New York to be part of an accelerator program, but um, not only did it make sense to to be here for all kinds of connections, it just speaks to the brand of what Townfolio stands for in that you don't need to be in an oppor- a big city to find an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. Um, you guys are going to get a lot more exposure, I think, here too, for what you're trying to do. Uh, relationships and, and Lisa can hook you up with anyone across the United States. So it's, it's a good place to be, I think. Uh, so what have you guys done so far in tech stars? I mean, just <laughs> work. What, <laughs> what, how does that work? How does the program work? Uh, I know there's about what, eight companies. Yeah. Maybe? So it's a, 10 in our cohort. It's a 10 believe. in our cohort. It's a three all from around the United States. A lot. Some from Kansas city. There's, there's a, from- there's a Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> there's a Dutch as well, so we're not the only international company. Mm. Yeah, um, down at WeWork, right? We're at WeWork. Yeah, okay. beautiful. So that's a beautiful nice, space. nice space yeah. for you guys to work out of. So it's a three month program where they have like three pillars basically. The first month is mentorship, and we just finished that up, where we okay. met with like over a hundred mentors and in three geez. weeks. Yeah, in three weeks, it's something Mentor like speed, mentor whiplash is a very serious. <laughs> Thing that goes that every tech service company goes through because you get so many varying opinions on mm-hmm. how your business should be or things you can improve on. And Riley just and I just went through that roller coaster, but it was awesome to actually meet so many people in such a short amount of time frame. Is there any that you that you were really impressed by that really helped you? You think any of those mentors? Oh, I mean, not all, not to single people out, but we'll single them out. Who who who, you, <laughs> who really yeah. thinks going to help you? And who do you, who were you impressed by that you met with? Uh, well. It's really hard to go through the whole list of a hundred because I, I'm a just pick, person. Just pick a few out. If I had to pick one, there you go. It was Dan, actually Jimmy. it was nice to actually finally meet, meet Nick Bowden in person. Oh, I've yeah. only ever spoken to him on the phone. That is cool, right? And we've always had like you know a couple of phone calls here and there, but actually meeting him, I was like, hey, this is a really that's nice, cool. Nice to put a face to the name now. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were all insanely helpful, and there there'd be a sentence that would come out of one person's mouth, and, and I mean. <laughs> They had nothing to do with our business, just an outsider standpoint. And, and like, I don't know, every day Davey and I would like walk back to our apartment saying, what just happened today? Right. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, definitely one, one thing about Nick is that he just understands us. He's worked in this GovTech space where we just, uh, for the most part have felt alone because it's, <laughs> it's a, kind well, of it, an emerging space. It's very much so. And, uh, yeah, he kind of has the perfect combo to, to, I mean, also convinced us that, that we should come here, understands data. Um, working for an offshoot of Google never hurts. Uh, so he's he's been awesome to us, but they've all been they've, they've all been, been great, yeah. to us. So that was section one or phase one. What's phase two? So phase two is they, they call it product or like building revenue, uh, finding customers for your for your product. So they call it building. You're just building mm-hmm. your, your your new feature, new product and, and you're just, going through that now. Yeah, we're going through that right now where we're trying to find some early adopters for this new this new feature that we're looking to develop. Um, and that's like everyone's kind of like stressed about this right now because mm. it's now it's actually like execution time. So do you have what, let's talk about that. So 
you have a team, obviously, helping yes. you out. It's not we just have, you two. We have a team of uh, 10. Oh, 10 yeah. employees. That's yeah. awesome. And what what is that building and revenue growth? How does that work for you guys? Yeah, so the way that Tomefolio started was predominantly focused on smaller gubs, mm-hmm. under 50,000 which people. Which notoriously have no money. <laughs> or you can't get them to pay yeah. for a product. They want to test it. They want to pilot it first. Yep. Yeah. That's usually how you get in the door, right? So it was a, yeah, a simple data embed for their website as the pain points that we talked to earlier. Um, and then I guess coming to Techstars, uh, working with all the mentors here, Davey and I decided that the focus uh, phase two of Townfolio is saying, okay, you want to cruise Townfolio as you were doing, Jason, and view the, the basic data that we put together. That's great. But think of phase two of Townfolio as like, kind of an exclusive private club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of A-B testing slogans here. One is like, think of it like the Carfax of cities. Mm-hmm. I think more of a finance minor like yourself may appreciate. Phase two of Townfolio is kind of like a Bloomberg from the ground up, focused on city data, mm-hmm. working with smart economist minds, trying to build indicators behind this and bringing in more real-time sources. So that'll be a SaaS-based subscription model that you Get effectively See, what I we just call need the to get, I need to get on as a consultant over here, Mark, because I would be the guy that would take it to the next phase, which would be like, let's implement these policies in the cities. <laughs> let me let me help you. Let me bring the two smart guys with me. We'll set up the meetings. Well, and you guys take talk to the mayor and tell him here's what you guys need in your city. We yeah. So we bring. I don't charge uh, too much, but I'm excited <laughs> about. <laughs> we bring the we bring the data to the party, but then we let people do as they will. With it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and then phase three, the third month. What is that? A tech start. So that's that's primarily fundraising, and that's when yeah. Uh, they bring all the investors in, which is unfortunately Riley's Riley's main duties during that time. Got to grow, yeah, got to grow. It's kind of like uh, you know we're we're going through preschool here, and <laughs> it's graduation day, and that's demo day. Mm-hmm. So um, you know it's it's kind of uh, matching to investors throughout the process, and then there's obviously the big demo day at the end where a lot of investors will be at that. So yeah, that's that's kind of the three phase approach of TechStars and. We're already halfway through, and uh, I mean, all we do is work. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's been yeah, a blast. That's all, that's all anyone yeah. does that's successful in entrepreneurship yeah. is building. You got to keep building and building and building, and then obviously having the mentorships really good too. Yes. Fundraising. Uh, have you guys done a lot of that at the beginning, or so just we friends were, and family, or what? You just all you just multi multi millionaires, and you're hiding that from me. <laughs> and you got a can of cash somewhere in Canada, and, and the prairies no. is it under the no. gold mine? A Shania Twain? A Shania uh, Twain? <laughs> yeah, I buried a couple of. Not in the least. Uh, <laughs> we started this while we had our day jobs, um, and uh, honestly, we bluffed our way to first sale. Um, there you go. Davey had like a working wireframe and said, "Would you buy this?" Um, I know we had a we had a really crazy startup story. I mean, we had our day jobs. Um, I was diagnosed with stage three cancer right before we landed our first deal. He took over for a while. Um, I had a pretty crazy remission, uh, and then I ended up saying, "What I have to lose? I'm going after this." And I quit my job probably a year ahead of him. Uh, I mean, we sold our vehicle, a bike everywhere. <laughs> we stayed in the dingiest Airbnbs. I think we you guys took, really did it. Instant took twenty noodles. bucks an hour for two years, and then yeah, we only raised uh, our our first seed round about a month and a half yeah. before we came to TechStars because we said you know this is this is the real deal, and and we really need to to amp it up if we're really going to take this serious and grow. Yeah, that's inspirational too. Yeah. You guys really did it. Yeah, we bootstrapped for the longest time, and you've got ten employees already or contractors and whatnot, and they're yeah. they're firmly behind you. 
I've looked yes. at your website and your Instagram. It's interesting. Uh, a lot of fun, <laughs> it looks like, on Instagram at Townfolio. <laughs> we've had a really crazy opportunity not just to travel, I mean, the smallest towns in our country, coast to coast, even up to the territories, which I don't even know if any people here know that's a thing. They don't. <laughs> if we're remote in the prairies, the territories is even more remote. Uh, we even had an opportunity to go to Nigeria last fall. We were invited to uh, an international forum for African economic development to speak at, which was one of the craziest yeah. slash most terrifying experience of our <laughs> lives. But um, You did it, though. We have a global vision for this company, and we think that it can assist not just small towns, big cities, but developing countries as well. And I mean, that's that's a ways down the road. GovTech is huge. I was at South by uh, Civic IO last year, and they had five or six GovTech companies present to solving problems to mayors and uh, interesting pitch competition. And just you could just see the mayor's eyes light up. They're like, man, I've been trying to solve that. And now the cities are willing to work with companies like yours more and actually like say, hey, let's try this. It seems to me that you guys are on the right path to something that could be very successful and, and innovative and also help a lot of people. Um, Riley Iverson and Davey Lee are with me on the Grill Nation show today. Townfolio is their company, townfolio.co. Check it out. They're going through the Techstars program right now. We're going to have some fun when we get back on the Grill Nation show. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or at grillnationshow.com. Had a lot of fun today with Riley Iverson and Davey Lee from Townfolio. Great company uh, going through the Techstars program here in Kansas City. Uh, Townfolio.co is their website. Urge you to check it out. Play with their website. Tons of great data for uh, real estate, economic development, all different kinds of, of, of things they can help you with. Uh, and it's just fun to see about the demographics of Kansas City, Missouri in there. It's a lot of fun to look at. You guys are from Canada. Quick question. Uh, I've been to the Boundary Otters. I've, I've been there a few times, uh, but I haven't really been to many big cities. I know you're from the prairies, but uh, first trip to a big city in Canada, should I go to Montreal, Toronto, or Quebec City? And, or Vancouver. Those are the four that pop well, into my we, head. We have to be politically careful because we have about 600 clients in Canada. Okay, <laughs> but, okay. Well, if, if you were asking, saying, if you're, you're going for a weekend. <laughs> if if I had to pick... One of the big cities. What? You want to go Vancouver or Banff. Uh, hmm. That's what I usually tell I've never people. heard of the second city, so... Uh, not Well, Calgary, but you drive an hour out and it's into the Rocky Mountains. Uh, Banff is like a little... Kind of like Aspen. Okay. Yeah. So super swanky and nice. Expensive? No? Oh, it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, I've Ski always town. thought Vancouver looked cool to go to. So, People have done marathons there right now. It looks beautiful. Stunning city. Lived uh, just on the outskirts when I was a kid um, and still one of my favorite cities in the world. That's that's stunning. So Vancouver, what about you, Davey? What would you suggest? Uh, Montreal, I, I, Quebec, uh, Vancouver, I, I went Toronto. to Vancouver the first time like two years ago. I have to admit Vancouver's got like quite the first impression. But if you're looking for like a European feel, go to Montreal. Okay. That's, that's, it's different from the rest of the country. Uh, and it's, it's, it's quite a different experience because everything's in French. 
Yes, right. Oh. <laughs> then you will feel like you're actually in a foreign country. I love it. I love it. I need to do that at some point. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys have come from Canada. You brought me a gift. Is that right? We did. This uh, is this very is rare a, on Real Nation where people very, bring gifts. Yeah, it's a very, very important Canadian tradition, and I'm saying that with 120% sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we bought oh, you ketchup <laughs> chips. I've never seen these <laughs> chips. Because we couldn't bring you a T-shirt, we thought, well, what could be the next best thing? We'll put these How on the Canadian chips. Canadian <laughs> chips. So, so, so they—that's a famous thing in Canada. Canadian ketchup chips. Yeah, I so, guess so I actually got stopped at the border trying to bring this in, and they opened my suitcase, and they all they saw were ketchup chips and all dressed chips. And I, and I swear the guy I actually it. wants to eat it. <laughs> This is crazy. So, like, you know, you go to Belgium and they they dip their fries in mayonnaise, right? That's a that's a European yeah. thing, right? Which nobody really does here, I don't think. No. Uh, Poutine's a thing in Canada. Yeah, but ketchup chips. God, I can't believe these haven't made it to America. They seem like the most American thing of all time. <laughs> People love ketchup here, and they like potato chips. True. true. So, uh, I feel like Canada is a little bit healthier than than, than the United States is, as far as <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but I think Canada likes to create its own identity but i think we're just little brother for the most part i think canadians would probably curse me for saying that but i think it's true we're so influenced by american culture and that that is the truth and we're influenced by justin bieber over here in america yeah right, mark you guys can keep, uh, you can keep up there. <laughs> that's what every canadian says <laughs> oh man okay so you guys have been in Kansas city for a while uh let's talk about that you mentioned you're downtown every day at the crossroads at we work um you know you left friends and family huh come yeah. here so what has that been like i i know you said you were married right yeah Maybe? i just i actually just went back this weekend uh for family and uh, my wife's up there but uh yeah no it's it's been interesting moving away from the wife for like a while but but i say this and she let like, you do that first well, of all which is interesting do, alone she, she packed me his do, bags yeah <laughs> but well, funny enough we got married last year and uh she actually she's a physician so she left and went on this elective tour for like three months so basically right after we got married she like went abroad and just left me alone for like three months i was like a bachelor after we got married so <laughs> gotta tell you davy's a smart guy here he knows data and he married a physician look at him that's smart man so you guys have done this so this works for you yeah right? yeah seems to be uh, she's been say, independent-minded yeah i mean it's tough i have a fiance she Actually oh, you have a down. fiance. Okay. Yeah, wow. our, our wedding's tied to fundraising and sales with the company because uh, <laughs> I quit while we bootstrapped. So let's see, uh, Series A, well, wedding time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So what was that like, though, when you tell your fiance or your wife, hey, I'm moving to Kansas City? Uh, and you're in Saskatoon. Well, how do you pronounce yeah. your city? Saskatoon. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know what? I think both of them have been unbelievably supportive and they put up with our stuff. Davey and I have been living up living out of a suitcase for the past two years. So, um, I mean, I, I guess they're used to it by now, but uh, you can't really do this with without their support. And they, you know, they have a good understanding of what we're going through. I think if you had an unsupportive partner in this process, it would be probably that much harder. So huge kudos to them because they have to, you know, put up with us at the end of the day. How was your day? I don't know. I don't want to talk. I'm tired. <laughs> You're um, tired, man. Yeah. So it's, it, it's tough. I mean, a three month grind and, um, now that's the downside. And I will say there is an upside to leaving your life behind is you have undeniable focus of growing your company. And I think that's the absolute best thing that you need to do. Uh, I think if you're sitting out on the coast and you need to go hiking or surfing or something, it's like super distracting that way. Mm -hmm. But we're laser focused in on what we're doing here. And that's a huge part of it too. 
And so what are your impressions of Kansas City so far? You've been to the plaza, you've been to sporting events, I'm assuming you've been to the downtown area, you've, you've got some time away from the office. I mean, you have to be impressed, right? You probably had no uh, idea what it'd be like. Well, coming from the prairies in Canada, I mean, I, I think people people here did the same thing as there. How the heck did you get here? Why are you here? It's like, it's like <laughs> well, witness we're just, relocation. We're just, nice. we're just trying to be nice. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, that's the number one thing I'm surprised by. I actually think people here are more friendly than Canadians. And I don't think people here even believe me, but yeah. people here are unbelievably nice. Um, amazing food. And, and like I say, I'm super fascinated by places and I just love the rejuvenation going on here, right? You hear all these things about the Midwest and the decline of manufacturing, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's amazing for us that way. Um, sporting events. Yeah. Sporting KC was so cool. Check yeah. it out on the weekend. Well, wait till you got to go to a Chiefs game before you leave. We're excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've never really. been to an NFL game. Before. Yeah. That'll be fun. CFL isn't quite the same. Even though I have Johnny, <laughs> no, Johnny football. Not now. quite. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite sport growing up in Canada? I saw Wayne Gretzky on a uh, interview the other day. I, I knew it learned a lot about Wayne that I didn't know. <laughs> well, he's hockey, but my, my he said he said the actual <laughs> national sport is lacrosse. Yes. Wayne Gretzky said that. Really, he, we have a a pro team in our city, um, and I wouldn't say it's that it was that big, but I think it's a really, really quickly growing sport. I mean, if you think hockey and football are violent, and those guys just assault mm-hmm. each other with it's crazy. With, uh, so hockey though, uh, hockey is my thing growing up. Super stereotypically Canadian. Uh, I grew up. I grew up in a small town playing hockey, soccer, golf. But hockey's always been my thing. What about you, Davey? Basketball for me. Oh so, yeah, Toronto uh, Raptors. Toronto Raptors. But you know uh, the Jayhawks. I'm a big fan. Oh, there you go. You, you guys, gotta watch yourself. I'm, well, I'm a Missouri fan. You're a Missouri fan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I'm a Jayhawks is because they recruited a Canadian, Andrew Wiggins. Oh yes. who came from Toronto. He's a he's, he's he's a name we've heard of around yeah. here, <laughs> but he was a great player. There are a lot of college kids that come out of Canada now. I notice that are superstars in college basketball here right now. There is because of the whole Vince Carter thing back in the day. Oh the yeah, Toronto Raptors that kind of got. Uh, well, we're hoping one day we will get an NBA team. The, the the arena kind of backed off of that because they're getting every concert they want. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's top ten it's top ten concert venue in the world, uh, and so they don't want to fill all the dates with NHL or NBA, even though. Both of the leagues have said they want to expand potentially here one day, and it's just getting an owner. But uh, I think that's more viable now. I think people around our NBA or NHL team would work here. And so it's just, what are they going to do? Yeah. And try to get the owner of the arena to be cool with it. You're seeing success in Nashville. Mm -hmm. uh, There you go. So, yeah. Why not here? I think it could absolutely work here. Davey Lee and Riley Iverson from co-founders of Townfolio. Their website is townfolio.co. Check them out. Take them, take them out for a beer if you're in town to meet them, maybe some lunch, something. <laughs> Welcome them to Kansas City. It's great to have you guys on the show today. Thanks for coming in. And kudos to you on all your hard work, and congrats on your success. And hopefully it continues in the future. Thanks, okay. a ton for, Thanks for your time. Great, great to have you guys. Thanks. You've been listening to the Grill Nation Show. We'll see you again next week. Have a good one, guys. Take care.